You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. Katie here, and you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. And so I guess it's my turn to take over the mic for this week's mini-episode. Uh, so we mentioned in the past few episodes that we planned on this super special episode uh, for our 100th episode, but apparently counting weeks isn't one of my particularly high strengths, as it seems. So I miscounted by a bunch of weeks. And in order to fix my mistake, Chelsea and I decided to cheat a little bit and give our listeners extra episodes for a few weeks so that we can make it to 100. Um, And before anyone asks, the chosen date for our 100th episode can't be changed. And no, I'm not going to tell you why, because then it'll ruin the surprise. So anyway, so for my mini episode, I thought I would share with you, like our listeners, some of my favorite stories from when I worked at the Disneyland Resort. So it's no secret that I worked there because I've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast before. Specifically, I worked in Fantasyland Attractions for just over eight years before I quit to go to grad school, but I've never really spoken about what it's like to work there. So I'm not really going to be talking about the company itself. Um, Instead, I'm going to share some of my favorite interactions with the lovely guests that came to the park while I was working there throughout my time. Um, So (laughs) I guess I should just dive in. I don't know. So one of my favorite stories is uh, I used to work at the Matterhorn, so the Matterhorn roller coaster attraction. And while I was working there, the attraction went down for a major refurbishment, and we got brand new bobsleds, uh, which also included a height requirement because now the kids can't ride with their parent in the same seat. So if you've ever been, if you ever went to the Matterhorn before the refurbishment, it was tandem bobsleds. So it was two people per seat, which was always a fun experience trying to get people to sit together. Uh, But when they did the refurbishment and came back, they went to single seating. So it was six people in a sled. Uh, one person per seat. So we had to raise the height requirement so that like little, little kids couldn't go on the ride anymore. So it went from 38 inches to uh, 42 inches. And I was, <laughs> I was working at Greeter one day and it was not too long after we opened. And this guy was just livid. He was so mad because they waited in line and then all of a sudden his son couldn't ride. So he's like motioning at me from where he's standing uh, by the exit and he was like you guys really need to update your park map because the height requirement is wrong and I'm just like I don't I, I mean maybe you have an older version of the map but the newest map is 100% up to date and he goes oh no no it's not I'll show you so he pulls out the map opens it up points at the attraction he's like see see right here it says that it's 40 inches and I look at the map and I'm like why yes sir Space Mountain is indeed 40 inches. And then I opened the map a little bit more. I was like, however, this is the Matterhorn bobsleds and our height requirement is 42 inches. And the guy looked at the map, looked at me, looked at the attraction and very aggressively folded his map and then walked away. And I was like, well, sir, if you're going to tell me that I'm wrong, 
I hope you're right. (laughs) It was very funny. I didn't, I mean, obviously I didn't laugh. I just like told him and then walked away and he was very upset. Um, Sorry, bro. (laughs) Um, So I'm sure people are aware that like a lot of celebrities come to Disneyland. It's, it happens all the time. And I interact with celebrities, not on a regular basis, but every so often, like I've met quite a few and one particular one was right towards the end of me working there, and it was Robin Thicke. So he came to the attraction. I had no idea who he was at the time, and he gets on, and his the ride broke down while he was on it, but his bobsled was right at the end of the attraction where like people could see him, and the cast member that's in the sled with him is like freaking out because they're like, people are going to see him. They know who he is. And I'm like, I don't even know who this dude is. So I like go up there, but there's like very specific rules and regulations that go along with, you know, evacuating bobsleds when the attraction's down. And he's like, can I get out? And I'm like, no, (laughs) you can't. Cause it was only me. I needed another person. He goes, "Why? Well, I, I can just get out and stand next to you." I'm like, "No, bro! Like you can't get out of the sled. Stop asking me. C- come on!" And uh, but people are gonna recognize me. And I'm like, "Dude, I don't even know who you are. Like you're gonna have to stay in the sled until we get another person." And he was so mad. It was really funny. <laughs> oh my god, I'm laughing at this. <laughs> anyway, so like, not all of my stories are bad. I mean. I mean, it happens a lot where a lot a lot of times that some of the very worst stories are the ones that stick out in your mind the most. Um, but there was this one time where I was grouping at the Matterhorn and I had a tendency because like we wear the outfits, like the costumes that we would wear uh, were very similar to Lederhosen. So I had a tendency to wear my hair in pigtail braids, mostly because I'm at an attraction where I run around a lot, so I wanted to keep my hair out of the way. And one day, there was this mom with these two adorable little girls in the line. And when they got to the front of the ride, I asked them how many. And this little girl just reaches out and hands me a handful of flowers. And I was like, "Uh, thank you. And her mom was like, oh, well, they picked them for you to wear in your pigtail braids. I almost started crying. It was the cutest thing ever. They were so sweet. I was like, oh my God, thank you. It was really adorable. Kids are so precious. Those were the two sweetest girls I ever had at that attraction. Um, Yeah. So going from that story to one that's uh, the only time I've ever actually been afraid of for my safety. So a lot of times... Uh, People get angry. It just happens. And a lot of times you can kind of calm them down. But there was no calming this guy down. Like, no matter what I said or did, this guy was just angry. And it's the only time where I've actually been physically afraid for my safety. And the only thing that kept him from getting his hands on me was the fact that he had about four or five rows of chains between him and I. And I kept backing up until I was behind security. Like, this guy was just livid. So it was in Fantasyland right by Dumbo, right before the fireworks started. And the attraction was closed because it's not open while the fireworks are going on. And we were directing guests to walk behind the attraction because in front of it, it was completely full of people getting ready to watch the fireworks. And this guy, I don't know what he asked or whatever, but somebody told him to 
go around to get to what he thought was the entrance for the attraction. And clearly, like, he was just mad that the ride wasn't open. And so he starts screaming at me. And I was like, sir, the ride is closed. We told you that. And he goes, no, you said I could go this way to get on the ride. And so obviously, like, everything that I was saying wasn't helping at all. Um, It wouldn't have mattered what I said because he was just already, like... (laughs) like on a derailing train at this point. And so he starts climbing over chains and he was like, get over here. He goes, I'm telling you that you told me this. And he was like reaching out for me. So I like started backing up. It was really scary. Um, It was the only time I've ever really been afraid for my safety. I mean, I've been yelled at one time so bad that it made me cry. And that's the only time I was ever yelled at enough to make me cry. The guy was just awful. He was saying really mean things about my family. And it was all because his daughter wasn't tall enough to go on the Matterhorn. I was like, bro, she's not tall enough. And it didn't matter. He was just really angry, saying that I ruined his life, his trip, his daughter's life, everything, that my parents were awful raising a terrible kid, and all kinds of stuff. People are real nice. That's what I'm saying. They're just real, real nice. So... There's also been a few incidents uh, where where the thing that happened was, I mean, the person probably could have gotten hurt, but it was actually kind of funny in a way. I mean, it's funny now thinking about it because it's been so long. I was working uh, one of the ropes that was put up for the fireworks during a grad night, and it was to keep this, it was a fallout zone. So where the fireworks explode over, sometimes we have like pieces of the firework fall down in that area. So we have to keep people safe and keep them out of there. And I'm standing there blocking this rope and this like teenager who's trying, like who just graduated from high school or whatever walks over and he's like, I need to go this way. And I was like, sorry, you have to go around. And he like tries to sneak by me and run under the rope. And I reached out and as he was running, like my hand slid down his arm until I grabbed his wrist. I spun him in a circle and pushed him back under the rope. And he gets on the other side and he's looking around. He's like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> like it was really funny because I didn't even know how he got on the other side it just worked out perfectly I spun him in a little circle pushed him on the other side and I was like you need to go around and he's like ah uh, okay and then like walked away it was just one of those like moments where obviously like we're not supposed to like touch the guests or anything but yeah that happened so <laughs> um Yeah, so let's see. Later on, um, during the holiday, uh, one thing that I saw, I was standing next to a manager, and we're standing in the middle of the parade route, like, as the parade is coming. So we have these, like, ropes set up in the middle of the walkway to uh, keep people from walking down in the direction that the parade is coming from. So we're standing there, and I'm, like, talking to my manager, and there's just this kid that is hauling ass down the, like, the parade route. He's running super fast. And there's this, like, rope in the middle of the walkway. It's got a flag on it. So we're like, I hope he sees this. So I look at my manager. I was like, do, do you think he's going to see see the rope that's that, that's right there? And... As I was saying that, this kid is just apparently didn't see it at all. He hits this rope about chest height, keeps running until the rope can't go anymore, and it like slingshotted him backwards. He like flew through the air and hits the ground, gets up, 
kind of looks around and just runs off. And meanwhile, like my manager and I are just like, oh, oh, man, do you think he's okay? And then he like ran away and we're like, I guess he's fine. Ouch. (laughs) It was just like one of those slow motion moments where you're trying to like get them to stop. But no matter what you say, like, it was just too late. Like, when he hit that rope and it, like, slingshotted him through the air, it was extremely impressive. That's for sure. And (laughs) so uh, another time I was also working the parade, uh, sometimes they do this uh, thing called Magic Music Days. And as part of Magic Music Days, they have these dance groups come through. So usually it's like three or 400 of these little uh, dance groups with like a bunch of kids and stuff that's massive that like go down the parade route. Usually happens around Christmas, sometimes other times of the year. And I was working the area up by Small World. And so all of these like dance moms were sitting on the ground, hanging out, waiting for their kids to come through. And they'd been there for a while, you know, And so I'm watching them, uh, like, talking to them and all this stuff. And, like, out of nowhere, this, like, dude comes walking over. And there is a walkway that they can use that we, like, keep roped off so that people traffic can flow in and out. And instead of walking the extra five feet to, like, go through the walkway, he decides that he wants to plow his way through this group of moms that are sitting on the ground waiting for their kids to come by. So he's, like, trying to go through there, and he starts, like, kicking this lady, and she, of course, like, starts screaming like she's being attacked uh, yelling, stop it, you're hurting me. And he he starts yelling at her, and he was like, you need to get out of my way, And she's, like, yelling, and next thing I know, there's a dude about four or five rows back who's sitting on the ground, and he starts to, like, he get involved, and he's like, you need to go around, and the dude that's standing there goes, you need to simmer down. And so that guy starts to stand up, and I'm like, oh, God, someone's going to get beat up, and I'm probably going to get punched in the face. So I, like, run over there, get in that guy's face, and I'm like, bro, you need to go around. And he's like, and I'm like, no. I was like, you need to leave right now. And so he like finally just like grumbly like walked away. But I was like, dude, come on. It is not that serious. You could walk the extra five feet to get around these sweet moms that are just chilling here on the ground. I was like, why are you being a jerk? <laughs> it was like completely unnecessary. So... I don't know. They were like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm like, you're you're welcome. But like, I don't know what that guy's problem is. So um, like I had said, uh, I've met a few celebrities while I was working there. Um, some were really great. Some not so great. Um, I did meet Kobe Bryant once from the Lakers. Uh, not very nice. Just saying, like he was not a very nice person when I uh, interacted with him at the teacups. Um, there's been a few other ones that haven't been super pleasant, but, uh, I did meet Matthew Lillard one time. So he played Shaggy in the, the live action Scooby-Doo. He was in Scream. He's been in a bunch of movies and I love Matthew Lillard very much. I think he's a great actor. I'm a really big fan. And one day I was standing at 
greeter. And this group comes up, and it was a lady with her with one of her kids, and she asked me if she could uh, check the child's height. And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Come on over. Check the kid's height. Kid is tall enough. So I'm like, he's uh, absolutely tall enough. You guys can totally go on this attraction. And from behind me, I hear, oh, do you guys want to go on? We should go on this ride. And recognized his voice immediately. I, like, turned around, and there's Matthew Lillard standing right there. They don't have any, like tour guide or anything with them they're just hanging out in the park being you know normal people right so I lean over to the group I was like do you guys want to go on this ride and they're like yeah yeah we really want to go on this ride and so I like took down the chain I was like why don't you guys go this way I was like you don't need to wait in the line go this way and so as he's coming up I was like by the way I'm a very big fan I was like, I hope you guys have fun. And he like reaches up, takes his hat off, sticks his hand out. And he goes, I'm Matthew Laird. And I was like, hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> it was really, it was really funny because, because I was just like super excited to see him, but I did not expect for him to like full on like introduce himself to me. So it was very exciting. Um, my next favorite uh, celebrity story was one day um, Nathan Fillion came to the Matterhorn, which was super great because I love Nathan Fillion and like a bunch of people did. So like it spread like a wildfire around the attraction that Nathan was there. And so I'm up in the tower and I look over and I see him getting into a bobsled. And (laughs) this is like so unprofessional, like a hundred percent. So in the tower, we have this like sunshade that goes down over the window and then the window slides open and closed. And so we're up in the tower (laughs) Like, me and, like, some other people came running up there to, like, watch him get on the sled. Like, all you hear is, like, the sunshade goes flying up on the window, and then the window just slides. I'm surprised we didn't break the window, to be honest. We, like, slid the window open super hard. And it's, like, somebody's, like, hanging, almost hanging out of the window, watching this bobsled come through. And we're like, oh, my God, look at him. He's so amazing. And, like, the the sled goes in, comes back, and as they're uh, getting out of the bobsled, uh, he reaches back, like, he gets out, and he reaches back to help out, like, it looked like his mom, maybe, or somebody else that was with him, and a bunch of people in the tower were just like, oh, oh my god, he helped her out of the sled, but it was, like, super loud that he, like, looked back, and we were like, oh god, hide, hide, get out of the way. It was, like, ridiculous. We're, like, trying to pull the sunshade down so we can't see in the tower. It was freaking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I did see Chris Evans once. Uh, I actually had to tell a kid that he wasn't tall enough to go on the ride, and he started crying, and I was standing right next to Chris Evans. I was like, oh, way to break hearts standing right next to Captain America. Um... I've met Pierce Brosnan. He was really nice. Uh, Gosh, who else did I meet? Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe. Um, With Ryan Phillippe, I had to deal with paparazzi, so that was super fun. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I've seen. I've seen a bunch of people over the time. Some of them were really great. Um, I don't know. I guess for the last thing, um, I've been asked, like, a bunch of really dumb questions while I was working there. Um, a lot of times I've been asked, like, oh, do you work here? And I'm like, no, I just like wearing this uh, this sailor outfit at Small World because, you know, it goes with my eyes. Because, you know, pastel blue pants, they look really good. Um, 
I've had people ask me where the entrances, where the teacups are when I'm standing right in front of the teacups. Somebody asked me what time the four o'clock parade was. Four o'clock. I I heard a story about someone that uh, the bathroom was closed and there was a sign in front of the bathroom that said, like, this bathroom is closed for construction or whatever. And somebody walks over, moves the sign out of the way and tries to go through the door and then gets super mad that the door was locked and, like, went over and started yelling at a cast member. They were like, well, if you see the sign that you moved out of the way, it says this bathroom is closed. Unbelievable. Um, I've had more than my share of people park their stroller next to a no stroller parking sign and then get mad when their stroller gets moved. I mean, I'm not particularly revengeful when it comes to things at Disneyland, but there were a couple of times where I did things that were probably not like respectful or professional. I mean, there was this guy who was getting on the ride at Small World and he had spent like 10 minutes screaming at a cast member right after the parade saying that we were discriminating against different groups of disabled people. So like in our guest assistance line and it wasn't we were just had separate groups because of like the rules that go along with like how many groups can be on the attraction at a time and so he was yelling at a cast member he yelled at me and then like he finally got down there to get on the ride and right as he got up to the gate for the gates to open for him to go on the ride the alarm went off that the attraction had a low water level so we had to stop the ride until it came back up and then in order to get the guests off the ride we had to keep sending empty boats and so I'm standing at the captain's tower like oh no no send a few more they're like oh we can load now and I was like no 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 north side you guys keep sending like you guys load south side keeps sending boats because that was the side he was on I think he sent like four or five more boats before I'll actually let him get on the ride that might have been mean, but he was a jerk, like a serious jerk yelling at like a bunch of cast members and stuff. But I mean, I have so many more stories beyond that. Some stories that I heard that I wasn't there for and all that. But, you know, I worked there for a really long time and I saw a lot of crazy stuff and crazy people and all that. Um, but that comes with working with the public. It has its up and downs, ups and downs for sure. Uh, especially because it's at a place where people pay a lot of money to go there. So, I mean, I have a lot of respect for people who work in customer service because I really do understand more than anyone what it means to deal with the public. So be respectful for those poor people that work in customer service. They deal with crazy people like that all the time. And so I guess with that, I'm going to say farewell for now and... Uh, the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc. You can also chat us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash teatimewithkc. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Google Play Music on their podcasting section. And on top of that, we just got accepted on Spotify. So our podcast is now available on Spotify. So you can check us out there. 
and anywhere else that you download your podcasts. And lastly, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek podcast network by visiting geek to geekcastcom And you can also chat with us in real time by downloading the messaging app Slack and joining our Slack workspace at slack.geek2geekcast.com. We also have a Discord server, so I'll include the invite link to both that and the Slack channel. So I guess with that, until next time, bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.